The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Beyond and hello, everyone. My name is Jonathan Dornbush, and this is Podcast Beyond, episode 666, The Number of the Beast. And the Beast has arisen, the PlayStation 5, because we actually have so much to talk about this week. I can't believe it, but we're finally here. We can finally talk about the price, the release date, launch games. There's still some stuff we don't know, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, but before we jump into all of the PS5 news to actually talk about this week, I'm joined by Max Scoville. Hello. Lucy O'Brien. Hello. And Janet Garcia. What's good? Hey, everyone. Uh, the first thing I want to ask you all before we uh, jump in, and Lucy, I do want to start with you since I know there's a bit of a story to it. Did, did you all, uh, were you able to pre-order a PS5 in the hellstorm that was the hours after that event? Well, my story's kind of boring, and I don't want to go all Grandpa Simpson with it, but I do just want to like say that I am currently moving apartments, um, so that was terrible, terrible timing uh the movers are coming today and like we were just like desperately packing last night so i did not get a chance to pre-order a a ps5 and i really 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 want one like i like i don't think it's necessary to have a ps5 at launch we can get into that later but like i selfishly want one in this hell (laughs) in this in this hell year in this absolute mother the year i want a playstation 5 at launch and so i was really gutted and this morning i tweeted out that you know i was gutted because obviously there was scarcity and i didn't get one and then janet garcia you legend you utter angel uh stepped up and and said that 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 you had net that she had an extra um and so now i am the proud uh owner of a pre-order for a playstation 5 fat boy and i'm very very happy I love that we're never going to refer to these things as their official names. Um, but I yes, like to I'm, call it the Preggers edition. I think it's it's with child and it's expecting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was the big call- chonk. The big chonk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been calling that thing the baby bump all of yeah. yesterday. I think uh, that's, I feel, that's, I, a, that's a good discussion is, is it pregnant or does it have a big ass? Like, no, 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 no. As I, as I said back in the day, it's several episodes ago. It's got a hernia because it's sticking out the side. It's got mm. like an uncomfortable, painful hernia. A goiter? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Exactly. Uh, I think uh, I got a pre-order. I don't know. Like I yeah. did the thing where I was like, I got Classic. to see, like I went to that landing page that like somebody, like we had, you know, a bunch of people from the, the product team. Like we're, we're in, in addition to being like, oh, this is an important business thing we should be doing. Like, because we work in games. We also, you know, are on a Slack channel with all these people who work on the IGN commerce team and people who are tracking deals and pre-orders and trying to link that stuff out. So we have people from all directions being like, it's up on Target. Oh, it's up on Best Buy. It's 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 live now. It's, you know, click here. Here's the landing page. It's not up yet, but go here. Um, I went to one for Amazon and it, it kept just, it would it would like, it was dead. And it would just kept showing me different dogs of Amazon. <laughs> and I was just like refreshing that and just looking at all these different pictures of dogs. And I was like, wow, that's, that's, that's great. And then I was just like sitting there. Um, it was weird. I had like a, it was like a broken, you know, like page not found or whatever. And I was sitting there on my computer, just like fiddling with like a model kit or something. And it just, suddenly turned into a ps5 landing page just like out of the blue and i was like is it up and i like scrolled down it was just it was just basic info like it was just the, the holding page um and then i had a i had a cursed event i think it's weird that this is like episode 666 and this is like this thing is happening uh last night i swear to god in the course of like three minutes uh all everything happened at once i was in the middle of recording my other podcast the comedy button uh my wife is upstairs painting the living room and in the, i swear to god in, in like this same stretch of time 
uh, Brian sends me a text message being like, they're up on Amazon. And I'm like, oh, I better go to that. My internet cuts out. I'm hardwired in. So I get dropped off of the podcast I'm on. I hear like crashing and banging upstairs. And then the dog comes to the door and he's got this weird like white mark on his forehead. And I'm like, what is that? And I, he's covered in paint. And I find out that like at this exact, and then also I smell like just foul skunk smell. And I'm like, what, like, what, like Looney Tunes calamity happened at like the stroke of me pre-ordering a PS5. Oh my uh, God. And apparently like the cat ran through paint and then the dog tried to fight the cat and the cat hit the dog and he's got the, the paint mark. So there's my grandpa Simpson story. And I had an onion tied to my belt as was the fact. <laughs> well, what, no, where did, where did the skunk smell come from? No, my neighbor's dog got skunked and it's like the, the air was nice for the oh. first time in six weeks. So we had all our windows open. So it just smells like just full of weed. It's just awful. <laughs> just horrible. Rotten egg party. I really hope someone out there animates that whole scenario because oh that my is God, amazing. Yes. Congrats on your maybe PS5 order. I, yeah. And then I like I got a thing. I got a, a notification email from Amazon being like, congratulations, you have a pre-order of a non-existent. Like maybe you have it. And then I like on my phone, I got like the this weird error where it's like that seller doesn't have these things. And I was like, well, which is it? So, yeah. I mean, the fact is, I don't have a PlayStation 5 but I do have a pre-order of a PlayStation five unless they cancel the pre-order. So it's really like Schrodinger's like Schrodinger's PlayStation. Like I don't like <laughs> until I have exist. it, I don't have it, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's, it, it is that weird, scary thing that I know a lot of people were able to get pre-orders yesterday. And I, I did, but I do have that thing in the back of my head. I'm like, well, it's 55 days away. They could cancel it whenever they want. Cause the, obviously those pre-orders were not well-planned uh, and we can get into that in a little bit, but uh, before we move on from it, Janet, you obviously were able to get one as well. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I don't have any uh, too many hijinks associated with my experience. I was on Slack at the time, which is what we used to talk at work. And I was about to do some wikis thing. And then immediately, like I see the notification as soon as it comes in of, Hey, pre-orders are up on Walmart, um, probably from Justin or someone on the deals team. And they're updating their pages as well. So I click it and I'm like, all right, well, I guess we'll just go with Walmart. And I, uh, the only thing that was kind of wild, though, I mentioned this before we did the pre and post show for the live show, but I gave my card to my brother so he could pre-order it if it went live during the show. And then when they said, it'll be tomorrow, I didn't bother to get the card back. So he was asleep. I burst into the room like Kool-Aid man style. And I'm like, where's the card? <laughs> and he's like, oh, it's by the it's by the coffee thing. And I look. Wake up, like, give me money. Get PlayStation right up. Get up bed. Give me a card. Exactly. Card. And then he's like waking up. He's disoriented, stressed <laughs> out, kind of mad. But then, then he got kind of into it because like he also loves games. Um, so I, I pre-ordered that and I liked that in pretty much immediately, which it was nice, but it was also Walmart. So I'm like, I've been burnt. I will never forgive Walmart ever since I um, tried to pre-order one of the additional drops of the uh, Last of Us 2 Ellie edition because my boyfriend mm -hmm. like loves PlayStation, loves Last of Us 2 or like loves Last of Us. And I wanted to get that for him as a gift. And I got it. And I was so excited. I was so proud of myself. I'm like, oh, he's going to be so happy about this. And then they're like, oh, we canceled it like the next day. And I'm like, well, Never mind then. This is why we can't have nice things. So I'm I'm a little jaded from that. Um, so I also went and got the Amazon one at night. That one was pretty relaxed because I was already just chilling like in bed already. And I'm like, oh, I guess I might as well get another one just in case because this Walmart one's a little jank anyway. Uh meanwhile, my boyfriend pre-ordered so many different ones because he he really wanted the digital. Um, if you wanted the digital, it was a hell so game. hard to find. Yeah. I don't did anyone here get the digital? I got the physical, no. so it wasn't that bad. And the digital I, was like impossible physical. to pre-order. I was weirdly so like I don't know about you guys, but like I I haven't bought a physical disc in a long, 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 long time. Um, I have no interest in in amassing a library because most of the things that I play I play digitally. Yet there was, I mean, you know, there was just a a, a very strong part of me that just wanted to spend an extra $100 on, on the, the physical one. I, I don't know why I can't even tell you why I just wanted <laughs> the I wanted the, the bigger one. Yeah. For I mean, me, why did you guys want the bigger one? I got it because one, I bought the PS4 pro thinking it would play 4k Blu-rays. And when I bought it, Best Buy was having a sale. So I bought several 4k Blu-rays, which have just been sitting in a drawer because I can't use them. Uh, and I, I bought it with the rationale that like I was looking at other 4k Blu-ray players and all of them are over a hundred dollars for mm -hmm. the most part. And so it like, it is worth it to buy it just in case I decide to buy more 4k Blu-rays. Just in I, case, just in case, huh? It was, it's just, a just, just in case. that day might come. Yeah. Well, what is I, the first hey, 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 you cool. 
I have so many 4K Blu-rays that I sometimes watch, but I don't, but I have like my, I have an Xbox One S that I like, sometimes I'm like, I'll turn that on to watch a 4K Blu-ray, but mostly I'll just watch regular Blu-rays. But like, I'm yeah. excited to have a machine that I enjoy turning on that I can put the 4K Blu-ray so I can watch Valerian in the city of a thousand planets. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I, Lucy, you knocked this, but like, I, I don't know, like I still occasionally will jump on like a collector's edition of a movie I love. Like I've bought, yeah. how many times have I bought f word akira like i bought it I'm, I'm totally getting that when they do like a uht version of that like i bought the 40th anniversary alien and it's the first time that movie has looked bad because it's finally a high enough resolution that you can see all of like the dry brushing <laughs> no uh, you're, you're no you're absolutely right i think it's you know it is contextual for me because i've just lived a bit of a transient life in the last few years you know moving from australia to the united states i just shared all of my anything that i collected i just shed i just gave away left behind right so that's that's my logic for having physical is that you can get rid of it whereas with digital you just accumulate like i have i i'm like weirdly irked that in my library i have like icons for betas i was part of in 2013 you know like it's oh like the pre-alpha for destiny and i was like yeah get that out of here that's not one of my (laughs) games that doesn't count uh but like with physical games if there's something i don't care about i'm just like i either go someplace that's still in business to trade it in or I just give it away or send it to Goodwill or whatever. Mm, um, yeah, that's that's what I like yeah. about it too. I, I think it offers more flexibility. Of I've also been very uh, in the vagabond life and part of that has required also just selling a lot of my game collection. Um, like I love physical media, but I definitely, when I freelanced, I was extremely broke and I made about 600 to to $1,000 a month before taxes. So I'm like, you know what? It's time to get rid of, you know, Bowser's Inside Story because I'd rather have the $10 <laughs> at GameStop than the game that I haven't played like in ages. Um, and I really like that flexibility. Plus, you can share them. And I think with the collector's editions, too, with games, um, I also just feel like in general, I know I won't feel like I'm missing out on anything if I have the physical. But there's a risk that like, I don't know, maybe I see it like a, like I want the options. I think the flexibility, even if you're not like a huge fan of physical media the way I am, I kind of just try to get everything physical that I can. Um, it just, you know, it's nice to have the option. You don't have to wor- ever worry about it. That's what it is. And, you know, yeah. I was thinking about it. That's what it is. It was just, it's just FOMO for me. I didn't want, like, I know someone would say something, like Max would say something about his Valerian Blu-ray <laughs> and it would get into my head and then I'd be all like, oh, damn, I should have pre-ordered the fat one. Mm-hmm. So um, like here's the thing like the last game i bought i think was dark souls 3 and i bought it f- physical for 14 bucks on amazon because it was 60 bucks digitally and like right again it sometimes it's on sale for like you know you can get battlefront 2 for like 375 whenever ea has like a weird moment of of charity and they're like yeah everything's on sale have fun <laughs> so, battlefield hardline is negative two dollars you i will give you money to play or whatever <laughs> but like max it, max are you saying that we're saving money because that's what I like to hear. Like, just tell sure, me that yeah, I've we're saved sure. money. We're, well, here's yeah. the thing: it, the digital version is for. I like how we just totally like blew past all the actual announcements, and we're just. Well, yeah, about I, I mean, I was going to get to the dates, but we. Um, <laughs> but no, the digital version is four hundred bucks, uh, yeah. and if you buy three first-party games at sixty-nine ninety-nine a pop, suddenly you are what like pushing six hundred bucks in the hole, and Sony gets all of that money. Whereas if you get a physical version and you stick around and wait till so-and-so puts something on sale physically on Black Friday, and then you're giving, Sony's still getting a cut of that, but you're giving Target or Walmart or, you know, Newegg or whoever, like, you're giving them money for this physical thing. And, like, I, I mean, it's, I don't know. Like, I guess that there's that, in the long run, like, if I'm able to get, like, a game for $7 that I skipped when it came out at launch, then, like, cool. And, like, if it's on sale digitally, I can still get it digitally. But, like, if I can get it physically, then I can get it physically. I don't know. It's and I can watch Valerian in the city of a thousand planets. <laughs> yeah, the no, biggest I, selling point. Exactly. Yeah, Valerian you can find is for seven dollars on Newegg, probably. <laughs> yeah, maybe even less. Um, I yeah, it's exactly that for me too. Like for PS4, it, it's been on sale recently, but it wasn't for a while. So I bought a physical copy of Infamous Second Son because it was like five bucks online one day, and I was like, oh, I don't have this in my library because I sold my last physical copy. But here I can get it back for five dollars instead of twenty on PSN. So yeah, it, it is that flexibility. But the digital edition at least when you first buy it you're like oh i'm saving so i can see why people want to go for the digital edition because it is a hundred dollars cheaper uh for the same console uh this has sort of been a thing i know some people are unsure of but aside from the like physical dimensions of the console and the lack of a disc drive the digital edition and the physical edition are the same 
Uh, as Janet was mentioning, though, uh, it, it seemed like the digital edition was much more difficult to pre-order. Um, obviously, GameStop and Target and Walmart and Best Buy probably don't want to sell you a console that makes them irrelevant. So I'm not surprised there was less of a stock at those stores. Yeah, um, um, really quick, too. I know we're, we're trying to kind of continue on with the rest of the news, but uh, it was wild. I, w- I actually went to a GameStop, like a physical GameStop, because I really wanted to secure pre-orders and my boyfriend still didn't have his digital edition. So I figured I can check out what's going on. We drove over. Uh, it's like not too long of a drive from my apartment, maybe like 10 minutes. Um, we're in the lot where the GameStop is in like those plazas because GameStops are always in plazas. They're never just, <laughs> just a standalone establishment. And there was a line out the door on the street, like dozens of people lined up. Wow. So I like get out of the car immediately. I'm like, you find parking. I'm going to go get in line so we can try to make this thing happen. And I can finally renew my power up pro card because that expired a long time ago. And I want that Game Informer magazine. So I got in there <laughs> and then um, and they but they sold out really quickly. Like someone came out and was like, hey, like it's all gone. But I couldn't really hear them because I was so far back. I'm like, I'll just go in and ask anyway. And I think they only had um, like the room. The rumor on the street is that they really only had like two or three digital ones available per store versus like 10 plus physical so like that's another element of where the digital was just super scarce. Um, yes, I shall take one of your digital only consoles and one paper magazine subscription, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, you know what? Don't judge me. <laughs> I mean, GameStop wouldn't have seen that kind of action in a long time. Yeah, they're probably just happy to be able to sell these at all. But it's right? it's definitely not a surprise that the digital was more difficult to find, um, even though I think that's probably the console. In the long run, Sony would rather you buy because you can only buy games from them. Uh, but that said, as Max was mentioning, price for digital is $3.99. Physical is $4.99. The release date is November 12th in uh, U.S., South Korea, Australia, New Zealand, Japan, I believe one or two other territories, and then november 19th in the rest of the world so if you live in the rest of the world i'm sorry you have to wait a week for the ps5 um i know they had originally said they were going to shoot for a global launch obviously this is a at least this is only a week apart not like a month apart or anything drastic but uh i i just was out of curiosity does anyone have any strong feelings i think on price or the release date in particular uh xbox is coming out november 10th cyberpunk is uh november 19th uh so it's kind of like smack dab in the middle of everything else happening but i think it was as good a date as they probably could have picked yeah i have no strong feelings on that date it was just an average date i mean i think that everyone like you know when they're predicting the date like everyone was sort of like one day off if they were bang on the money yeah i had guessed the 13th which would be that friday but People are going to buy Call of Duty that day anyway. So I remember back when we were in the studio six months ago or whatever, trying to predict the release date. And I think we all made like five or six predictions each. We just were all like just just guessing random days in October through November, September, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I yeah, I mean, there's other stuff that's happening in early November that I've my mind is more focused on. But like I'm excited, whatever the scenario is, to get like a shiny new box. And I feel like like Lucy was saying, like this year has um just like suck turds out of a toilet like it's been real bad and it's just it's i i mean it's definitely like a a luxury and a privilege to be able to buy a brand new video game machine at launch uh that said to throw a few hundred bucks at a thing that will be like a wonderful surprise it'll be like actually that's a a week after my birthday so hell yeah like that'll be like a late birthday present and i'll be like ooh, surprise like thanks past me you know thanks (laughs) thanks september max good thinking you know adulthood's kind of sad isn't it (laughs) there's not much whimsy here um yeah. it's like i remember ordering this for myself the price is amazing uh you know we talked about this on the the live show but it's as good as you could ask for without just totally dreaming and saying like 300 because cheaper is nice like other than that like i i was really surprised they hit that 500 dollars mark on their um most expensive model and for like the digital to be four and like you said essentially the same console like that is so that is just such a good price um i'm very content on the price yeah, I yeah. mean, and and the the fact that it is not adjusted in any way, like they're they're not there is sort of aside from the disc drive, there are no more concessions taken mm-hmm. with the digital edition. is 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 remarkable because it means that 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 people who perhaps are on a budget, who are like, you know, who have sort of budgeted for a next gen machine but don't want to go that extra mile, um, can afford this thing. Like, I I think that that's amazing. Like, I think that that the entry level for a next gen machine, a top tier next gen machine, 
um, has has been lowered. And I think that's only a good thing, especially in 2020. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's one of those things where I think a lot of people will bring up and it's a lengthier conversation, but the Series S, of course, being at 300. But I do think the Series S is marketed toward a different audience and is being billed as a different that is like a entry point if you want a game pass machine like in my mind it is either a great second console if you're a playstation player or if you really can't afford that extra hundred you can buy that for 300 subscribe to game pass and then you have this library Uh, and i think it works as that specific use case for people who maybe just want to have that option and i think that works great but yeah as you were saying i think for people who want the like sort of top tier next gen experience from the jump, being able to find it for $400. And if not, you may be so wrapped up in the hype, you just go buy the $500 version, which Sony probably hopes for, uh, I think really makes a lot of sense. I personally don't think all of the Xbox announcements last week affected like long-term plans of Sony's for this event, but I do, I do wonder if Sony would have gone higher if they felt they could get away with it. I f- d- does anyone else feel that way that like if they could have gone to 600 they would have or do you think they always would have tried to stick to like 500 whether to cut uh, undercut Xbox if they had gone higher or just to match them I mean I think it was such a such a selling point that lower price point was it's such a is like for me you know the the literal selling point is a selling point for the machine right and and I think that when you're saying hey you know Again, these are coming out in, um, in you know, in the holiday period. Um, for anyone out there who worked in retail and video game retail, like myself, you know what it's like when people come in and they're like, "Okay, I want to get the next console for my son, for my, you know, granddaughter or whatever," um, and they see that there's a the next gen console is is four hundred dollars. Uh, like that, that to me is 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 that's it. That's the, that's that's the one you buy, right? Like, I, you know, I, I, I think that a lot of people, yes, do do their research around these sorts of things. And, and yes, the Xboxes and, and the PlayStation, are the, the, the plan is very different. The, the, the plan for both machines, for both um, generations is very different. But um, for the casual buyer, uh, I think that, it, you know, the lower price is just, it's, it's amazing. It's fantastic. It is, it is the selling point in my mind. Yeah. Like beyond the games, it's the selling point. Yeah, yeah. And and we're definitely going to get to the games for, I, I think, the large part of the remainder of the episode. Before we move on from price and date, I did want to just ask one other pre-order thing. Uh, obviously, there was some weird pre-order messaging that went on uh, for a while now. Xbox has said like, hey, pre-orders are going to open on September 22nd. We'll give you the, the timing when we have it. With PlayStation, there was no pre-order mention in the reveal event showcase. Uh, and just side note, I do want to say thank you to everyone who tuned in to the IGN live coverage of that. Uh, I should have said this at the top, but I, I, we were, had over 100,000 people watching on YouTube. There were other people on IGN, more people on Twitch, everywhere. It was uh, awesome to have so many people watching along with us. So thank you to everyone who tuned in. We had a Seriously. blast covering it. Um, but yeah, so of course, during that whole event, there was no pre-order information. And then we came out of it in the live show. We were like, uh, Jeff Keighley broke that the pre-orders are starting later today, maybe. And then PlayStation tweeted the pre-orders start tomorrow. And then Walmart tweeted out the shh emoji and then put up the pre-orders. And then the floodgates sort of opened. And Best Buy, Best Buy I hated and Target it. I and Amazon. hated it. It was and- such a disaster. It was, you know who it was run by? It was like that pimple, that pimple breaking voice kid on the simpsons like he was in charge of that whole thing he had a he had a red button in front of him and he hit the red button and just chaos ensued it was so ill thought out it's like who the hell who the hell was behind that that clusterfuck it was such a disaster especially after sony's marketing lead specifically saying in an interview you will not be surprised by pre-orders we will not thrust them yeah, just make sure you follow jeff keely and he'll alert you to the pre-orders exactly the secret is to never trust any company with anything don't trust anything at all just don't <laughs> trust anybody trust yeah. was a mistake it was yeah. the skeptics were like i was right and that that was also me partially admittedly because yeah. i'm like i was very surprised because i didn't have my card ready you know but i it was just so wild to be told it's fine. And then like literally minutes later, it isn't fine. Like that turnaround was bizarre. But you know, I I talk a lot about how I'm a big fan of Nintendo. So 
this kind of pain and pressure is well known to me. I'm Did like, you- okay, let's go. We're just going to be desperate for a company that clearly doesn't care about me. And I'm okay with that. This is who I am. Wel- welcome, right? Yeah, like was I was, it, was oh, I'm ready to go. The, uh, the, the Buster Scruggs meme where James Franco has the noose on and he's like, oh, it's your first time? <laughs> oh, like, yeah, that was yeah, so, yeah. Like that was just so good. Like, Thank I mean, you. yeah. That was this, my brother's yeah. idea. He's like, you got to put this up because it's so no. funny. But it's so true. So it was, it, was, it was hell. It was hell on earth run by Walmart, which makes sense because Walmart's uh, admittedly pretty evil. Um, and I was just shocked at the goal, honestly. Like Walmart literally tweeted out, you thought we were going to have you wait for the PS5? No, pre-order right here. And they just sort of like, for lack of a less gender term, put their balls on the table and just <laughs> let everything burn and take up all this money. It was, it was just like mind-blowingly mad. I'm curious about the business. Like, do you think that was, was that a, was that like a deal that they made with Sony or was that them being like, uh, we'll piss off Sony, but it'll be worth it in the long run. Or I, like, yeah. I don't, that was, if that was part of the plan that was a bad plan but if that wasn't part of the plan then that's kind of bonkers for me it read as walmart saying what is sony gonna do not let us sell the ps5 and we want to make the money like this was unfortunately capitalism at work and walmart is such a like such a massive uh, entity in North America. I don't know their reach whatsoever outside of America. But like I mean, everyone s- outside of America just knows Walmart because Walmart sells guns like it sells candy, right? Exactly. That's how, that's, that's Walmart's reputation. That's so the when, when they do yeah. when they do a little cute hush emoji, I just wanted to smack at them, you know? Yeah, but it, to me, it absolutely read as like them saying Sony probably didn't maybe message this on the back end to the their partners like on the retail side very well i would guess and so walmart just said well screw it we have the button we no so hold on hold on i'm actually really curious about this like because we see walmart canada regularly like spoil bethesda's entire e3 showcase like they just come out and they're like world premiere oops pre-order page is up pray to or whatever like they consistently do that and i can't help but wonder if that's like one of those things where it's sort of you know, they they run the numbers and they're like, well, again, this will piss people off, but it also associates our storefront with this new thing. And it also is basically free advertising because every website yeah. picks up Walmart Canada leaked us. And suddenly it's like, oh, you're just you're linking to a Walmart page or showing a screenshot of it and making people. Associate. And we were, here we are talking about Walmart. Yeah, for free. Hey, but- like and you could for this. Let's, stop, let's stop let's stop yeah i was just say you could probably count the the number of people on one hand who said i'm not going to buy it because they they broke the rule like no no one said yeah. i'm not going to buy a ps5 because they went early people in went to and thrive in a broken system you also have to succumb to corruption i think the sooner we just accept <laughs> that the sooner you'll get your ps5 um, See, i wish i wish when i moved here janet i wish when i moved here they just told me that at the border control i would have yeah. like <laughs> it makes things a lot smoother like yeah let's exactly not, let's, let's not think about this too deeply and just eat the hot dog like let's yeah. not you right. know <laughs> but um i have to imagine that there's some sort of like level of understanding on what to do but that maybe legally there's not a whole lot sony can do i imagine i think there might be like also weird retail rules in place where once something has a price and you have a level of stock you are allowed to put it up for pre-order i think could also be the case but i really haven't looked into it too deeply um one thing i was mentioning right before i started recording was uh, i remember back when nintendo did this they sort of had their thing more in the evening so that like a lot of retailers were retailers were already closed so like i knew okay well there's sort of a mad dash now to get the switch online but i can also just like go to a gamestop and or a best buy first thing in the morning and i just spent my morning driving to different <laughs> locations with my family to try to like get our our creators secured and it seems like my, it's tough like a who to blame right but like i think on sony's end um i don't think they really accounted for being stabbed in the back and you always gotta account for being stabbed <laughs> in the back because this is money it's a business um honestly i'm i was shocked at how bold xbox was in uh tweeting out like oh don't worry because like ours are gonna be perfect i'm like are they because i have a like i just feel like it's so wild out here that you really want to be careful on 2020 is infamous in terms of games of people promising things and then failing somehow. So now no one wants to really say anything. And it's just, yeah, it's been a lot, but yeah. I got my pre-order at Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, I'm sure they got a lot of pre-orders because they decided yeah. to go first. It is uh, definitely a strange scenario. And I, uh, I feel for everyone out there who was caught off guard, who did believe we were being told the truth that we wouldn't be surprised and are now in this constant F5. That sounds so sad. (laughs) Refreshing. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, like Janet, like you said, I'm right there with you. I'm used to Nintendo doing this. I've bought enough Marvel and Star Wars movie tickets early to know that there it's all anarchy. There's so much to talk about uh, when it comes to the games lineup for the PlayStation 5. Uh, before we talk about any specific games from that reveal event or any other PS5 games to come, I, I do want to just quickly mention... Um, we don't have a full launch lineup confirmed yet. I'm sure a few games will sort of trickle out over the next few weeks and whatnot. Uh, there's still some like holiday labeled games like The Pathless and Bug Snacks and a few others that don't have exact release dates. But at least for now, from Sony first party publishing and uh, development on launch day, we're going to get Astro's Playroom, which is pre-installed on all PS5s, Demon Souls, which is coming at launch, uh, Destruction All-Stars, which is made by Lucid Games and the XDev side of Sony for... Uh, 70 bucks as well. Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, which will be $50 for the base price, uh, as well as an Ultimate Edition, which comes with a Spider-Man for PS4 remaster for PS5. That will cost 70 And then Sackboy, A Big Adventure, which is being developed by Sumo Digital and XDev, which will be $60. Um, I Just on the first-party side, I think this is a pretty solid first-party lineup, uh, the cross-gen stuff aside, which we can get to in a second. But uh, especially compared to the PS4 launch, which was like, Killzone Shadowfall and Knack. And I don't know if I'm forgetting anything, but that was the PS4 launch. I think Spider-Man and Demon Souls is a yeah. pretty great way to start mm -hmm. the PS5's life. No, it's great. It's like, I love the fact that like Max and I in particular are going to get these consoles on day one and then spend the next several days like getting our asses kicked in, 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 in Demon Souls. I'm really excited to throw <laughs> that new controller. I'm just like, that's right? going to just... Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm so excited for this game. Like, I again, I, I very lightly dabbled in the original. I think it was a ps plus at one point and i was like i will check out this incredibly hard game i don't understand and then i was like no thank you and just uninstalled it um, <laughs> yeah. but like I, this looks so obscenely gorgeous um i think the thing that keeps blowing my mind is like watching this watching this gameplay this straight up looks like one of those um one of those fake gameplay segments like when they revealed the division you know where it's like way too clean it's like way too good looking but i think it's actually going to look like this probably with like a little bit of hud but like I'm just sort of, I guess, aghast that I get to explore this world. Like, I get to yeah. poke around and just, and I'm also like, the more I think about it, like, ooh, I can't wait to see what the load times are like. I I I agree. I have like, so I played Demon's Souls back in the day, um, back in, I think it was 2010, right before I was going to move to Australia to start as the editor for PSM3 magazine Australia, right? <laughs> so that was my, like, that was my journey into like official video game editorial um and i love that now i'm at ign and it's kind of come full circle and i can finally hopefully finish this damn thing because <laughs> you know at the time i was like this is i mean i got you know i played maybe 20 hours right like but 20 hours of just it was my first souls game and i just did not know the rhythms um, and I think that now I'm slightly, you know, I'm hardened in every sense of the word. Um, and I, I'm really excited to, to jump back in on, you know, this, this next gen machine. I am, I, I, the thought of playing a Souls game on a PlayStation 5 just makes me giddy. Yeah, it, it looks stunning. It's, uh, you know, Blue Point is no stranger to being pretty good at knowing how to remake a game. And so this is like a really exciting out of the gate thing to have on day one. It, it was one of those things where we were, uh, we talked about this on the live show. We learned this was a launch game from a Keeley tweet. Like this was not in the trailer. The trailer also said it was coming to PC. And then after the fact, a Sony spokesperson reached out and was like, actually that was an error. It's not coming to PC. So as of right now, it is a PS5 exclusive uh, launch day, day one. Like this is going to be, I think a really, really exciting uh, foray into next gen and feel like a proper next gen new experience. I, I can't wait to jump in and like Max said, probably break a dual sense or two in mm -hmm. the process. Uh, of course, the other big launch game on the Sony side, they're all, uh, I'm excited by all the games that are coming first party wise, but I obviously in particular am excited for Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, and I want to talk about that game in particular, but I do want to talk about the sort of elephant in the room of it all. And I know, Janet, you had uh, some thoughts I pretty much agree with uh, on the whole, I think, on Twitter. But with the announcement of this, they confirmed that this is also coming to PlayStation 4. So you do not need to buy a PS5 to play Spider-Man, which is a thing we have been saying for a while because Sony essentially had said, 
we believe in generations. We are looking at all first party games coming forward to be next gen. Uh, and along with this, they also confirmed that Horizon Forbidden West and one other game, and I don't want to forget which one, uh, Sackboy, A Big Adventure, which is also coming at launch, are all going to also come to PS4, but have PS5 upgrades, um, 4K, 60 frames per second, targeted, whatnot, uh, DualSense capabilities. I at the end of the day and and jen i'll let you go uh all in on this right after i at the end of the day you know it makes total sense on a business side and so i totally don't blame them my biggest gripe is just i wish they weren't saying the opposite i wish they just hadn't spent these months saying we are moving to the next generation if that wasn't going to be the case because it does feel a little insincere to do that that said again it's a business they're going to want to make money there's 100 million plus people who have ps4s and a lot Mm -hmm. of them bought spider-man no surprise they want them to buy this spider-man it's you know it's interesting spider-man it doesn't surprise me at all like i don't think there was ever part of my brain that was like yeah this is going to be exclusive to playstation 5 i don't know why i think because we'd seen first of all i mean i played spider-man on playstation 4 like i know that it's on there and we saw that tech demo way back in the day of like what spider-man looks like running on ps5 versus ps4 and it's like oh the load times are more impressive uh, but like structurally, that's a PS4 game. I guess that city was built with PlayStation 4 in mind. They probably had PS5 kind of, you know, they put a pin in that and they were like, let's think a little bit ahead. But like for the most part, I mean, not for the most part, for its entirety, the original Spider-Man was built for PlayStation 4. Um, and Miles Morales is like, let's, you know, put some on top of that. But like, I'm guessing that like, I don't again, I don't know the logistics of how this stuff works, but like it doesn't surprise me in the least that they're like, Okay, there's going to be this small group of people who are going to play this thing on day one. Let's make something really cool and shiny for them that eventually more people will play. But also, let's not leave out that massive, massive group of people over here. Um, however, for Horizon, it totally killed my it killed my hype. Like I was same, same. I like, and I hate that. I sort of I'm I'm dis I'm disappointed in myself for it killing my <laughs> hype because I do want. I do want as many people to be able to play video games as possible, right? Like that is that is the ultimate goal for us all. Like video games should be for everyone. If someone can't afford a PlayStation 5, but they have a PlayStation 4, stoked for them that they get to play the, the new Horizon. But at the same time, what does that mean in terms of concessions made for that game? Because I was, you know, I've I've blown this trumpet. Is that the right phrase? I don't know. Um, I've 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 marched this march for He's a long bang time. That drum. I bang the drum. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Um, tooted the drum, band over there. Tooted <laughs> that drum, marching along the street. Um, you know, As the I really, <laughs> I really want. Um, I wanted Horizon to be a game that we saw sort of midway through the PS5's life cycle because I wanted to see how far um, Gorilla could push that tech. Um, especially because Horizon Zero Dawn really, what to me was the the game, the game. That made me go, God, this this the PlayStation 4 is incredible and what it can do is yeah. incredible. Um, and I wanted to see that that generational leap um on the PlayStation 5, but knowing that it's also gonna be in the PS4 makes me kind of bummed out. Um and you know, I'd love to hear more from Gorilla in terms of what of how they're planning to 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 make those games and what they what what differences we're gonna see. Um so I don't wanna, you know, I don't wanna get too far ahead of myself. Yeah, I, I really wanted the next Horizon to be, you know, a showcase for what the PS5 can do. It, and, it, oh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. I just like, you know, <laughs> it's like, is this, I, like I'm, I'm ending my sort of rant on a little I bit. Of like a, that's a, like a thought, I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Totally on the same on the same spot with you. Like I again, I've been you know open about this, but like the first Horizon, I, I recognize it as like a massive technical achievement. And I think it's impressive, but it like for a variety of reasons, just didn't quite grab me. Uh, however, the idea of like, hey, let's see what this team does with a brand new system, like completely cut loose and turn loose. And like, I was really interested in that on sort of like, what do you do? Like we've, there's a there's a long track record of second installments of video games being like phenomenal upgrades of the first iteration because that's how software works. Um, and I don't know, I guess I was just sort of to, to hear that this is going to be still sort of obligated to like adhere to you know last gen tech is uh you know i i I, we've seen those those games that get teased at launch like where it's like oh like this is coming soon and it's like this is going to be like three years out you know like i was sort of prepared for it to be one of those situations where they're like yeah horizon you know for forbidden forbidden west West. is that it yeah yeah um 
Yeah, like I was expecting that to be like for PlayStation 4, I don't think we got dedicated true like full on PlayStation 4 games until like 2014, 2015. Like there were obviously games that were PS4 games, but it didn't feel like I, I think the first one that I was like, that's what I was promised was Arkham Knight. Like seeing that in action and being like, there it is. Like that's like the amount of crap flying around, just like the the, the speed and the scale of it. Um, and that same year we got, uh, well, that was that was the tail end of 2014. Then we got like, you know, Bloodborne and Witcher 3 and Phantom Pain. And uh, like 2015 felt like a really just a landmark year for sort of PS4. And that was, you know, that was two and a half years after it came out. Um, mm, so yeah. like, I guess, I guess it's sort of, it's, I'm willing to sort of take some concessions with whatever the launch lineup is. I'm really hoping that Demon's Souls feels like a, a step forward in some sense because it is being apparently developed with this hardware specifically in mind. Uh, but, you know, there's there's that understanding that, like, Miles Morales, no matter how, how exclusive it was going to be to PS5, which apparently it isn't, that's still built on the architecture of a PS4 game. And that's, you know, that's how it is. Yeah, and the reality of it is we're probably, like you were saying, Max, not going to get the true like next-gen, next-gen experiences on the regular until a few years in. Uh, before we move off this topic, Jan, I did just want to, if you have anything to add. On yeah, that. Um, yeah, basically same on a lot of like levels. Um, I would say that I wasn't expecting Miles to be a PS4 game, mostly because, as the trend is, because Sony told me it wasn't, I figured <laughs> that they would be telling the truth, which was, another mistake to make but yeah i mean i think this totally puts a damper on um the ps5 launch in the sense that i can no longer justify my purchase with being like this is to play miles morales like that's still gonna be what i play day one but i could definitely play that with just my ps4 and that's kind of a bummer i do think it's really important to make though a distinction between the conversations we've had on the show about ps5 like playstation in general losing losing exclusives to pc and how it's like oh well you didn't have a problem with that so like what's the big deal here um that's totally apples and oranges that's a case where that game has already been exclusive for a really long time it is going to pc which is not a direct competitor with playstation in the sense that it's on a console um so that's just something i want to point out because i do think people might wonder why is one thing bad but another isn't um, and it totally contradicts the messaging, right? This whole idea of next gen, like, oh, I can't use my DualShock 4, but um, I can play Miles on my PS4 or on my PS5. Like, I think we all know that whenever companies say, this game can only, oh, you need the most sophisticated of hardware. We, could, we couldn't possibly, you know, ruin the art to do this thing. We all know it's kind of BS. You just want to sell me a thing. And I've accepted that. But this kind of just shows it's blatantly like not true where you're like, actually we can do it because of course we can. We just sometimes don't want to because we are selling a new thing and want you to buy the new thing and have new games and new peripherals. Um, but this does feel like a little bit of a slap in the face in that sense, because it, it does contradict the messaging so much. And um, it, it is just very odd that they didn't mention it in the presentation, which at first made me feel like maybe they feel this is bad news, but they they didn't mention so many things that were worth mentioning <laughs> that that theory kind of went out the window. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely disappointed in that. Um, essentially, they're, I mean, they have a few things left, like Demon Souls, um, which, you know, it, it is still like a remake, though, so I don't really find that one to be as poignant. Sackboy, I feel like no one's really too hyped for Sackboy, as sad as it is to say. Um, so there's we like look one, at the There's like one guy like yelling at his stereo right now. He's in the car. He's no kind of about the stereo. I want to talk yeah. about Sackboy. <laughs> but that was like, that was the vibe. Like, I remember playing that on my PS3, you know, and it was a fun time. I had a, I had a good time playing Little Big Planet games when they were, you know, made by not Sumo Digital, no shade to Sumo Digital. But yeah, that's kind of an older IP that sort of isn't well, that I mean, enticing. Janet, that is, that is some shade to Sumo Digital. Just, <laughs> just, I just wanted to, you kind know. Of. Just, I mean, yeah. I could maybe do it. But we'll <laughs> see what they do. <laughs> we'll see what they, like, it's, it's not the same hype as Media Molecule. Totally, you know, totally. it just isn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, they could still do it. Like, Ready at Dawn did Daxter and it turned out great. We'll see. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of like, okay, you look at the launch line above the PS5 and uh, the Xbox Series S, X, X and the, S. They're, they're next-gen models, and they're both like kind of similarly weak if you mar mark the fact that a lot of their games are cross-gen. Um, and that's just kind of a bummer because there's not really a lot to be excited about. But that's kind of how all launches are, so you kind of just take it and you just deal with it. But um, this easily could have been really dope, uh, but it wasn't. So a little <laughs> bit disappointing. 
yeah the 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 biggest game i feel like arguably at the ps4 launch was probably black flag and you could play that on last gen if you wanted yeah. to so it, mm-hmm. it it definitely happens every gen this isn't a new situation i think it, for me it's just the like they didn't have to say the other thing was the case when this was right. the case all like, along this time it's different fine. No, that's in the definitely sense some, that like, it's the same. <laughs> that's like, like some Obi-Wan Kenobi marketing to be like, well, what we said was true from a certain point of view. <laughs> yes, it is a PlayStation 5 game that you can play on other systems. Okay, well, I, I, exactly. I, but, I, I, tweet, I tweeted this out, but it, it does feel like from the beginning of, of like, and this is not just a Sony thing, it's a Microsoft thing as well. Like, I just feel like the whole next-gen hype marketing cycle that we've experienced this time around has been akin to like, just falling down a hill like it just feels like the 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 plans sort of there was a plan here and then that changed and then there was a plan here and then the messaging was this and then that changed to that and and like Jeff Keighley was involved and Wired magazine was involved and it just it was just and then there were leaks it was just like it's just been chaos and I know that you know it's been a chaotic year so I I, I don't I don't find it particularly surprising but um nothing has been straightforward in this yeah. in this next gen marketing cycle it's just been absolute madness and the fact that we're here at all is pretty impressive with with consoles that are theoretically being pre-ordered yeah it's yeah it's definitely How exciting been... <laughs> it's a christmas miracle is what it is we'll see if it is we still have a few months to go but yeah it, it does create that weird situation of like i can't always know if you're telling the truth to me right now which is not a great place to be especially because for me at least and i think a lot of people the, the most exciting reveal of that event was a new god of war is coming next year uh and they announced it only for ps5 but secretly in the back of my head, I'm like, but will it also come to PS4? Because Horizon is coming next year to PS4. So I don't know. Um, I'm really excited. It obviously, to me, seems to be the the proper follow up. Like it seems to be a sequel because it, it without spoiling anything, is playing off of the end game teases of the first God of War on PS4. So this very much feels like the next sequel. But I also don't know if that's going to then be on PS4. And then does it mean it's not fully taking advantage of PS5? It's just. Yeah, we've seen this thing with um, how things are titled, like the nomenclature uh, and it's you know huge in movies and it's big. Like we used to get Assassin's Creed 2 and now we get like Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And it's like like, you know, when a numbered entry comes along, we're like, oh, this is the one you set up and pay attention to. But when it's just got a weird name at the end of it, it's kind of hard to tell. Like, I mean, Spider-Man Miles Morales across the board has had just really confusing marketing. And we're still like, okay, so it's like, it's a brand new game, but it's like not as big of a, it's like two thirds of, it's like, no, it's a full game, but it's less money and not as long, but it's still a full game. But it's like, is it Spider-Man 2 or is it Spider-Man? Like, is this, is this Far Cry 4? Is this Far Cry Blood Dragon? You know, like, yeah. And it's that, it's that weird problem. Like, again, is God of War Ragnarok, is that a half measure or is that a full installment? But, and they actually haven't. So this is, you know, uh, everyone's been colloquially colloquially calling it that they didn't put a title in the trailer. They just say Ragnarok is coming and are like, there's a new God of War on the mm. way. And so, yeah, it is one of those things where I don't know if this is the next sequel. God of War was technically a sequel, but also a reboot. So it didn't have a number. It's names don't mean anything anymore. But it, when it comes to numbered entries, but yeah, if, alternatively, Final Fantasy 16 was announced. But also people are very focused on Final Fantasy 14 right now. But Final Fantasy 15 is finished. So who knows what number What about mean? 7 Part 2, the second time they did it? Exactly. There's a Crash 4 game, but there's been Cra- like... 70 other crashes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird time to name games. Uh, but yeah, I, I wanted to ask sort of before we got uh, into sort of a wrap up, uh, anything else big that really stuck out to any of you from the reveal event? I know that uh, I believe... Janet, you might have put it in. I don't know who did, but uh, obviously the PlayStation Plus collection, which I'll just set up and let you discuss, but it's uh, essentially a new addition to PlayStation Plus uh, on day one for PS5. It's a free addition. You don't have to pay extra for it. You get a library of PS4 classic games to download and play on your PS5. Yeah, this is awesome. Um, It definitely feels like kind of as we titled it in our article that Miranda wrote up to kind of explain how this collection works, that it seems like Sony's answer to game pass and trying to give more value to its customers who are already like looped into whatever subscription system they have or online system they have uh it has like all these ps4 hits which is one thing you know despite the fact that i'm like i don't want my ps5 games on ps4 but i do want my ps4 games on my ps5 it doesn't have to make sense it's fine 
So I'm really excited that you just get all these games for free, uh, though admittedly looking at the list, I'm like, there's not a lot left that I haven't played just because I, I played a lot of the PS4 library. Um, I'd probably dig into Infamous Second Son. Um, maybe, I don't know if I want to get burned by Uncharted again because I had my whole Uncharted trilogy fiasco. So we'll see if I dig into that. But it has all the major hits. Persona 5's on there. Like, it's just this massive list of really awesome games that still admittedly cost a decent amount of money to play that people can just get in on uh, it's a great reason to get a ps5 if you didn't have a ps4 because you can sort of have the best of both worlds where you can dig into the hit library of the ps4 while also experiencing the next gen it's just such a smart exciting automatic win play for them um and what i'm really looking forward to is how they're going to be continuing to build upon this in this gen you know are we going to see you know the hits of ps5 like roll into those throughout the year like i'm really hoping that they beef up what they do with uh playstation plus and i think this is the first step for them doing that yeah i think this is this is huge i've often said on the show like i'm jealous of anybody who waited to buy a ps4 and now i'm just like i'm jealous of anybody who just skipped ps4 entirely because day one you're like yeah here's the new i get this weird new curvy box and i pay what is it like it's like 60 70 bucks a year and then you have this massive library of like, I, I can't even like part of me is like excited about this. And I've played more than like I've played most of these games. There's a few I haven't, yeah. you know, but to sit down and be like, what's like that feeling of getting a brand new console. Uh, and then you're like, oh, well, there's, there's the there's the launch lineup. It's, you know, it's OK. It's always like, you know, it's you get your you get your Assassin's Creed Black Flag or your Killzone Shadowfall or your Resogun, <laughs> like this game that you're like. Yeah, it's not the thing that made me buy it, but it's it'll do. But then to sit down and be like, well, I I never played uh, Bloodborne, like, and then here it is with faster load times, presumably. Like, I want to see if these are optimized at all. Yeah. But at the very least, I think it bodes really well for whatever their approach to backwards compatibility is. Um, if it's if it's as simple as like what th- they did with with the Xbox One, and they would gradually just kind of cart out like, hey, these have been optimized. You can now download these old 360 games on your Xbox One. And it's not all of them. And some of them, you know, don't work, which is a bummer. But like, that's a step in the right direction. That's that's cool. Yeah, I agree. Guys, I've got to bounce. Um, all but, good. Thank you. But look, this has been an utter delight. It's very nice to be back. Next time I'm on the show, I'll be in a brand new apartment. Ooh, can't no wait. more Last of Us window. But you, I hope cool. in your next apartment, there's just a rowboat in the background just bobbing up and down. <laughs> <laughs> I live I'll make that way. happen. I'm going to make that happen somehow. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye, bye you beautiful people. Greg, you switched it so easily. I was, wow. <clears throat> read our producer, I was totally God, expecting I thought she would like, never leave. Pause. Yeah, let's, uh, <clears throat> time it's to talk about discussion. Lucy. <laughs> yeah. Now it's just like when we used to do it in the studio and Lucy would have to bounce, like, just <laughs> early. Like. Uh, well, she's got to move apartments this time, so I don't blame her. Uh, but yeah, uh, sort of on the note of, like, things we don't know, um, Backward compatibility wise, it's still a question. We still didn't get a full answer on that. This PlayStation Plus collection is a a good step in the right direction. And uh, Jim Ryan told the Washington Post that 99% of PS4 games will work. So chances are beyond like annual games and maybe a few weird oddities beyond. uh, It'll work pretty well if you want to play a PS4 game on PS5, it sounds like. But also interesting of note that he said, though, in this interview was that they expect to continue supporting the PS4 and the PS4 community will be quote, incredibly important to us for three or four years, which is if we go by this generation, more than half of the next gen life cycle uh, that they still, t- and obviously this is a thing that like Nintendo famously said, you know, the, the pillars of their focus would always be l- last gen when they moved on to the Wii, they'd always still care about the GameCube and then the Game Boy, they'd care about the DS. And then as soon as they were successful, they're like, nah, actually bye. Uh, so that's true up until the point where the ps5 you know becomes tremendously successful if that's what happens i mean this this year was the 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 final year or the first year that just dance was not released for wii so sad yeah like that was like i love that at e3 2019 i think that was the only wii game on display yeah and it's i don't know it's it's weird my thing i'm curious about with this with the sort of weird you know promise of when a generation will stop being supported is where does playstation for pro fall in this like are we gonna see a bunch of stuff that's still supported by that but not on a base ps4 like yeah well it's you know thinking of that i think we did get a couple i saw some questions on twitter and the email um it's probably a great year to buy a ps4 pro if you can't get a ps5 this uh november chances are black friday sales on ps4 pro are gonna be pretty great 
Uh, so it, it's one of those things where I'm not surprised Sony's going to continue supporting that system for at least the next year or two. But beyond that, we'll see. Um, was there anything else, though, before we wrap up from the conference that you felt like was missing? Uh, obviously, you know, we didn't really get a look at the UI, which I know, Janet, you've been looking forward to <laughs> actually getting I know. to know. I feel like such a dork. I'm like, well, I want to see what the UI looks like, but I do. Are they still going to go like up? You know, is it just going to be this, that up and down <clears throat> thing? Because I'm so I, I never know where to find anything. Maybe I'm dumb. I will cop to that possibility. But I just never know where anything exactly is. And I know people hate the Microsoft UI, but I actually find that one a little bit clearer, to be honest. You're so out of your I'm mind. Looking for You're, something. That's not I, hate I know. UI, but I know. Teach but their own. <laughs> I don't. I find it kind of useful, to be honest. And you can custom. It's, it's like a little bit more flexible in what you can do with it. I do know that like comes with some of its own issues and the storefront gets weird. But like, I mean... I feel like Sony's very slow to like update that. I think they like the look they have, and I think they have a very consistent branding to their company. Um, but what are you I'm talking about? They added folders in 2018. Thing. It was great. You could finally sort our games. <laughs> or, you, remember you when you could finally a... search without just typing in each yep. individual letter? That I was going to so say the, the keyboard on the PSN took a decade for it to actually let you use a keyboard. And like ever since I saw that little tease too, that I forgot who, who from Sony posted that like UI tease, but like it like seems so like bubbly and refreshing. Like I want to know what this looks like. Um, but I don't know. Maybe it'll be a surprise when we all hook it up and there'll be like a million videos surfacing on the internet of people's PlayStation UIs. But it's just I would the like Vita. It's it. just the Vita UI again. Bubbles. <laughs> Oh, but, but how would you know it's the Vita UI though? Because who owned a Vita? So there you how go. How dare you? How dare you? Get off the yeah. show. You're you know, I actually put a Vita on Red, just cut it off. Yeah, kick her no, off. No, he's so <laughs> quick to do it too. I put a Vita on my Christmas list for this year and they're so expensive still that I'm yeah. like, honestly, y'all, don't even feel like you have to get me this because this is like hundreds of dollars Are for admittedly really? a machine that I really don't need. The, is you it can the just borrow mine for a while. One, little tiny one. Oh yeah, they did yeah. do an upgrade. Uh, yeah, yeah, you could just borrow mine for a bit. It's fine. They're such it's such a beautiful little machine. Yeah, I, I love it. it. I have the yeah. PSP, but I don't have the Vita. Mm. Yeah, uh, does it still work? It does still work. Yeah, I still got my um, I got my like little memory card in there with like the oh. five songs that I had on there from like my <laughs> high school <laughs> days, and it's really awful music. It's like a, a random Muse song. No shade of Muse, I actually, still like Muse. Um, I think uh, one of the boys by Katy Perry very embarrassing um a say anything song is on there nice um and they're all like very clearly illegally downloaded as well what, like, uh, what movies do you have on umd or what, <laughs> I got, what half seasons of tv I shows have, do you have? um i don't have the case anymore but i oh do my have god you have umds yeah i have a bunch of umds um i have ghostbusters I have, uh, 2 i just got this this is actually still in the case i bought it from ginger oh, wow. it's still sealed um hey we got Patapon. Nice. Um, I have this two is... copies of Loco Roco too because I, for- <laughs> I forgot that I bought the first one and I rebought it again. Uh, GTA Vice City, Medal of Honor. I have Hitch as uh, for movies. I have Hitch. Okay, that's oh my god, that, that, that is the most family. Oh, guy. that is the most PSPS thing possible. Oh, wait. Hitch on you. Of course. Hold on, and then God of War: Chains of Olympus. It's nice. not that good, but I liked it at the time. <laughs> Need for Speed Underground Rivals, and then an impulse buy of Medal of Honor Heroes. I think my brother played this for a bit. I didn't spend too much time with it. Um, most of these are actually original, like when I got. I it love at the that time. we started this talking resources. about PlayStation Five, and now we're just looking at old yeah, PSP. I'm looking for another <laughs> handheld from Sony. Like <laughs> your um, one uh, sports title that doesn't have a year associated with it, because when they ported them to the PSP, they were all just like NBA was oh, the name yeah. of the game you're I just like one the, of those away from a library the random oh man how good was midnight club 3 dub edition though but like the <laughs> random spin-off things that weren't really full games but sort of yeah. were ration clank tra- size matters do you have you, no one can tell me i don't game? like ration clank anyway <laughs> this um oh, so i want to see the ui is what i'm saying yeah that's exactly it uh max anything on your end that you feel like we um, I kind of appreciate that they pumped the brakes on marketing the DualSense um, because it made me forget that that's a thing. And it means that I'm going to be probably really excited at whatever just nonsense gimmickry that has to go with it. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that, um, I don't know, Dark Souls is, is PS5 exclusive. And I, I hope I hope it has some incredibly corny DualSense features where like... <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It, it feel the blade. It, it makes it feel more like you're using a sword or whatever. Like whatever the like whatever yeah. the stupid thing is. I want that. No, I I'm totally with you there. I'm glad they didn't spend much time in that conference because being told how a physical thing will feel is not really a great yeah, use of a video with the 3D audio where it's just like I think <clears throat> I I hope that they were like we can't, we're not selling this remotely. 
Like, yeah, that's probably the kind of thing that would have been huge at kiosks with like, you know, these dedicated headphones being like, try it out for yourself. But yeah, I think it's it's just like focus on the games, like focus on, you know, price point. Absolutely. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. Had we all been at E3, 3D audio and DualSense would have been, I think, a, a much larger part of the like pre-launch lead up. But that couldn't happen. So mm-hmm. the games have to speak for themselves. And it's definitely a lot to look forward to. Uh, I, I think that pretty much wraps us up for this week. Uh, obviously, there's a ton more coverage on IGN of all the big reveals from the PS5 event, uh, where to pre-order a PS5 and all of the accessories if you need it. Our commerce team has a huge, very robust uh sort of layout of all of the options and their uh very fun amusing ign deals twitter where uh our own seth macy runs it uh has I a lot did, of jokes I did, find the, I did find the copy of hitch before yeah, I out of here. yeah tune in next week we're going to be ranking the best umd movies to watch on your I psp i watched this movie so many times at my grandma's house because she didn't have like cable and it's the only non-game thing i had to entertain oh myself my God. i've uh, watched hitch a lot of times just because i put it on on tv I, still it, there's a lot in this collection that still holds up and hitches right up there oh yeah uh, uh, in that can i make a confession yes, yes I, pre-or- I pre-ordered the remote <laughs> like, nice this I is oh man that's so this, yeah please tell me what the hell that is my boyfriend did the same thing because he's like he freaking loves sony so and i'm like so i got the, the remote i got the headphone I, he got like all of the, the stuff here, like, so here's what the is thing the i i used i mean i use my playstation pr- predominantly like not predominantly but like that is my just until I got a smart TV, that was my dedicated way of watching stuff. Like I watch movies, I watch shows and stuff on there. Currently I'm extremely annoyed because I'm, I want to watch like HBO max stuff, but HBO max doesn't have a Roku app because of 2020 licensing Deals. issues, yeah. whatever the hell it is. Um, and the thing I hate about watching stuff on with a PlayStation controller is that you press X to select things or to go back or whatever, but you can only use the left stick. So you have to use two hands to put on a movie, which makes <laughs> yeah, it difficult. It's like you're playing it. Yeah. Like I like want to eat a corn dog and browse Netflix and be able to do that <laughs> with one hand. And all they had to do was make it so that you can, you can move around with the right stick. Would that have killed somebody to have that in there? Like that would have been the easiest thing. You just hold your controller out like this, go like that, move your but thumb then they around and sell you the remote. Exactly. So yeah. anyway, I bought the remote because I don't want to spend another entire console cycle doing that with two hands. I don't want to get, you know, mustard all over my shiny white dual sense. <laughs> thank you the trials and tribulations of next gen also like weird weird anecdote is the remote has like the i hate that the remotes have like baked in like shortcut buttons that you can't customize uh but it's it's disney plus netflix spotify and what's the other one there's something else on there it's let me try to pull it up yeah i think i mean i have it i can check my pre-orders i guess but i think that's really how big is the remote? Is it like Apple TV size? Like a it's like two or rectangle? three feet long. It's it's like it's oh. a large wand. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's like a, a huge. It has Disney Plus, bolt. Netflix, Spotify, and YouTube, which you know at least confirms those will be there at launch. So that's nice to know. Yeah, right. That's cool. Like, is Netflix going to be there at launch? Because I'm still waiting yeah. for that on Switch. Switch, um, yeah. That's what nice. a, anyway. I can't this was, a, this was yeah. nice. <laughs> uh, we'll be back. It was nice. We'll be back, of course, to talk about all the hottest UMD tech uh, to come next week on the show. But thank you, Max and Janet, for joining me this week. And thank you to Lucy, who had to jump out early. Thank you, of course, to Red, our producer, for producing this episode and listening to our shenanigans. Uh, and thank you to everyone out there watching and listening and reading all of our coverage. Uh, obviously, There's a lot to come in the next few months, and we'll be covering all of the biggest PS5 and PS4 news on this show on IGN. So please check out all of that coverage uh, as we go on, because it's going to be a few. This is the fun part. I know. We get to talk about a new PlayStation. We get to talk about new games. We get to talk about things, not just remotes. Yes, we get to talk about stuff like actual things. And there's stuff to discuss and unpack about them. It's not just like. Well, we got another earnings report and there's a leaked rumor <laughs> from Walmart Portugal. I heard that says someone that, said yeah. that they saw something that could mean something else. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Find out if this might that, not be yeah. true. The next we Call of Duty has been revealed by Gatorade bottles or what you like. It's, yeah, um, you you will not have to hear us predict a release date for at least four more years until the PS5 Pro inevitably gets announced. So you're, oh, you're free so of that. 
we'll be able to talk about all these games. I'm sure we're going to get, you know, little teasers and whatnot throughout the next few weeks and months. But there are so many also games coming out in the next few weeks and months on PS4. So it's going to be a busy few months. I'm really excited that we're going to have uh, plenty to talk about over these next few months. So thank you for being along with us for this weird, weird, strange ride that 2020 has been. And I hope you'll <laughs> stick around with us as we get to the fun part, as Max put it. Uh, but thank you all so much for watching and listening beyond is normally live every wednesday at 3 p.m pacific on beyond.ign.com youtube.com slash ign beyond and your favorite podcast services around the world please don't forget to rate and subscribe it it helps us you know keep in touch with all of you and if you have any questions or follow-up thoughts about the ps5 reveal event please write into beyond at ign.com obviously we didn't have time this week but we'll hopefully dive into some of your reactions next week uh but other than that i think that wraps it up you can follow us on twitter at jm dornbush for me at max scoville for max at luce o'brien for lucy and at game onesis is is that okay to pronounce it that way janet yep i know people pronounce it differently so i just wanted to check uh awesome you can follow us all there uh for more playstation shenanigans and memes and tweets and goofs and whatnot but otherwise thank you so much for watching and listening we hope you're safe we hope you're well and as always beyond beyond Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.